Today, we're going to talk about anxiety and all the different ways that we can support our body to move out of an anxious state as best as we can. Home base. I am Jenna Fonte, and this is my husband, Damien. Hello. Today, we want to talk to you about anxiety. Because I'm sure you don't have anxiety in your home. Right. <laughs> we Our all... home is a tranquil, peaceful environment that never changes. We didn't have a six-year-old who was throwing a tantrum today. Yes. Yeah. He is just in a state right now of like constant fight or flight, basically. We're just trying to always keep him calm. And so we use a variety of things to help with that. So if you can relate, this might be the podcast for you. <laughs> I also wanted to share with you that I used to have a lot of social anxiety. And so um, when we were dating or when I was in college, the thing that was the worst for me was going out to a house party. And, you know, it was like you, you caught yourself, well, you ate dinner at, you know, what, six o'clock and then you pre-partied. No, more like seven. And then, but then after the pre-party, then you had to get yourself ready for the actual party. No, no, you got ready. Then you went to the pre-party at like. 8.39, and then you stayed there till 10 or 10.30, then you left to go to the actual well, party. Well, sometimes the party was at your house. Well, there was that. Yeah, that, those were unsuccessful because the cops always came because we rented a house in a neighborhood. Anyway, um, one of the things with anxiety, too, is anxiety. A lot of things we're going to talk about can also, some of it can translate to stress. Well, right. So anxiety, anxiety and stress, stress, they depression. can be synonymous or slight variations. So what we're going to talk about is going to be along those lines and, and it can kind of, it can translate. So just because you're like, I don't have anxiety, but sometimes I get stressed out. It's kind of yeah, two halves of the same thing. Yeah. Same. That's, yeah. that's not the expression. No, it's depression and anxiety that are, yeah. are flipped on the same yeah. coin. But anyway, so I had a lot of anxiety because I didn't know what to wear. And then it was like, you go out to dinner or you go out to the club the house at 10 o'clock. I already want to be in bed. I don't really like to drink that much anyway. So I'd have like major panic attacks. It was, it was not fun. Yeah. It not yeah. Fun. It wasn't good. That's, um, and now we go to bed at nine 30, but we didn't have oils then. So, so <laughs> and I guess we didn't you, know what we win. know now. Yeah. I win now. Now <laughs> I win. But anyway, that's a common thing. It's and social it's anxiety very, it's is very, very common. common. And obviously this day and age, um day and age anxiety is actually going on the rise yes depression's on the rise for a variety of reasons especially with uh the, the teenagers young mm -hmm. adults yep so to have some tools some knowledge and tools right. to fall back on to rely on so that way hopefully if you end up in that position or somebody you know loved one ends up in that position there's some things you can go to and or, or at the very least, all the controllables that you can do in your home, you can do before. Right. And that'll just give you some peace of mind. But mm -hmm. it's not just peace of mind. It's going to have an effect. Right. And there are a lot of things that we can do to support the body. So one of those things is food. And a lot of people don't realize that what they eat actually has 
you know, it acts on the brain. And um, for a lot of reasons. For a lot of reasons. For a lot of reasons. And so even just, you know, we're observing with our son, Micah, mm-hmm. we have him on a on a keto diet right now. He's got some insulin resistance. Some itchy. Why am I itchy? I don't know. Some things that we're trying to get under control real fast. And we're noticing that because we are restricting carbohydrates, his blood sugar is not going up and down as much. And so he's having a much more stable mood. Very, very, it's it's, it's uh, noticeable. Mm-hmm. Noticeable. I think like one of the things, like obviously we've talked about the last podcast, we talked about foods that can, yes, that aren't good for your yes. metabolism. But a lot of those foods, if they don't agree with you, uh, a couple things like mm-hmm. there's foods that can be neurotoxins, right? They can affect your brain, how it thinks, be cloudy, whatever it is. And there's also foods, or depending on your diet, it can wreck your gut. Right. And you have more neurotransmitters in your gut than you do in your brain. So if your gut's not firing on all cylinders, it's going to affect your overall cognitive ability. Absolutely. If you start taking a food diary, it's a food diary combined with an emotion diary, then you'll start to be able to track your emotions, you know, the next day and the food you ate the day prior or even within mm-hmm. the same day. And that can give people a lot of insight into how food is affecting their mood. Yeah, food, food is a big one. And obviously, if you have kids, at least, at least lots of people I know, that sugar would be a big one. Right. That, that's an obvious one. Uh, food coloring. Oh, the yellow color. five, yes. red 40, whatever yeah, those. there's blue. Those things are just. They're bad. Just yeah. awful. So if something has food coloring in it, mm-hmm. I, would, uh, I would avoid it for everybody. Right. They're somewhat unavoidable, especially if, like, they're in well, all candies. Birthday party. Yeah, like, icing. You know, you, know, you got to yeah. let it slide here or there. Uh, another one would be, shoot, what was, it, what was the other one that I was going to say? Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. I don't remember the other one I was going to say. You know what's crazy that food coloring is in that? Oh, MSG. That's what I was going to oh, say. Oh, MSG. That's going to be awful as MSG, well. monosodium glutamate, it's a, it's a food additive. It's a flavor enhancer. It can also be in, it's, it's in a lot of, well, obviously they'll throw it into a lot of like Chinese food. Yes. Uh, that's one thing, but they're not the only one that ha- puts it in there. It's in a lot of, it's in chips. It's like mm-hmm. Doritos. Mm-hmm. Cheetos, things like that. It doesn't have to be MSG. There's other things they can do. But what it does, the chemical, what it does is it goes into your brain and tells you this food is good. Right. So it's like it tricks your brain into thinking that it tastes better than it really is. Mm-hmm. So then you want to eat more of it. Yeah. It's uh, so it's, but if it's anything that's going to go and really have an effect on your brain, yeah. it can, in that way, it can also have a negative effect. Right. Uh, if you eat, Doritos, and you then you develop a headache always, there's a good chance right. that's the link. Right. There's, Aside from all the seed oils. Well, yeah, we talked about it last time. There's food coloring in something like women's prenatal vitamins. So for some reason, food coloring is put into things that have absolutely no mm-hmm. need for food coloring. So check your labels because food coloring is a neurotoxin, and so that is going to affect your mood. Okay, next we have What's next? Sleep. I don't need sleep. Sleep. I'm fine with no sleep. I don't sleep. I'm a I'm a vampire. 
So a lot of our society <laughs> tells us we don't really need to sleep, no, I right? Need to sleep. We've got to work. You know, you only need five or six hours of sleep. Um, and I mean, I've found myself feeling really bad about the amount of sleep that I personally need. I am someone that needs a little bit more sleep. So I really need eight hours. Like I really do. I think some of the sleep stuff, it it does come down to a little bit of discipline because I know it's Mm -hmm. hard for me. You put the kids to bed and you want some time to yourself with just quiet and maybe watch. But that's actually the time you go to sleep. Now, all of a sudden you've watched TV for an extended period of time and it's midnight or later. Yeah. And then you got to get yeah. up at 6, 630. Right. You, you really need to try to like get to bed a little earlier. But there's yes. are, but because there's, when you sleep, your body recovers. Yes. So you can imagine if you get inadequate sleep and your body doesn't recover, there's just, it's just like, it's having like a, like a leaky, leaky boat. Yeah. Like there's just yeah. water's going to get analogy. in yeah. and it could be really big, could be small, but if you keep doing it over a period of time, at some point, something's going to give and you, your, your boat's going to sink. Right. And there's more and more research that has been coming out over the last several years, just showing that sleep is number one for everything. It's number one for weight loss. It's number one for increasing strength, increasing, you know, uh, muscle mass. It's number one for uh, prevention and disease. It's number one for stress. It's just, it's number one for regulating hormones. And so if you're not getting good restful sleep sometimes that's also the key it's not only the amount of hours you're sleeping but that you're actually getting restorative sleep um then your body is constantly in this fight or flight and you know stress is kind of this number one like underlying you know like i feel like it's like creepy stress is kind of like a creepy like thing You're being that creepy you know right now. <laughs> gets into into us and we don't realize just like I guess we just don't realize how much stress affects our life and our society is so conditioned to just like oh yeah I'm stressed oh I'm so stressed out well which we don't want to be that yeah way. which I think a little bit I hate those words like I'm stressed and I'm busy right because join the club everybody is stressed and everybody is busy what you're really saying is I can't, or either you yeah. want to be part of the club, so you're right. just saying that, because I've known people who just say that, and I know they have nothing going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. Or, where you, you should really say, I can't handle my stress. Right. I am, a, I am poor at handling my, my mm-hmm. stress. I am mm-hmm. poor at yeah. managing my time, so I'm busy. I can't say no to anything. Yeah. Like, I kind of want to say, like, look, it's your fault. Yeah, it's hard. It's a hard thing. Or sometimes it's I It's not that like- it's easy. No, but I guess to those people, I say, are you trying? What are you trying? Are you really trying, or are you just like, oh, it's terrible. Look, I'm so stressed. Ah, well. But then, like, I do the opposite. I'm like, oh, everything's fine. It's all great. I can do all the things. It's great. And then I start start to realize, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. These things add up. These things can be stressful. Even good things can you know, be stressful, just like air we breathe, right? Just our body breathing in air create is stress for our bodies. And so it's about, right. It's about managing, managing the stress, managing the anxiety. But smoking creates like 11 million times more for radicals. So sleep, uh, exercises next. So are we going to go through these one by one or are we going to go through like how we can sleep better, how we can, Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Like things that we can help. Yeah. Go ahead. So things that we can, so what can people do to sleep better? Honey, 
Well, right now I'm oh, really yeah, into really excited the about castor this. oil liver pack by Queen of Thrones. And no, we don't make any money off of that. So that helps with supporting the liver to detox and supporting hormones and in the getting pad, more restful you, sleep. You put castor oil on and you put it over your skin you on your stomach it on. and it has ties. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're going to bed with like a diaper on your body. Yes, so that's been really helpful for our son, Micah, who's always struggled with sleep. Yeah, it's and been working a lot, really well for it's him. It's been working really well for him. So we've, we've of course, we use oils, um, and we try to help dark room, you know, sound machine. I We sleep with a sound machine yeah. more for me than for Damien, but... Um, a big one probably everybody knows is to limit their screen time. Limit screen that time. That blue light is just bad for you as you're going to bed. tricks your body into staying awake. Right. If you have young children, um, we hired Jenny June a long time ago, and she's got a great, you know, how to move them through and build melatonin naturally in the body going from, you know, a bathtub to bed and dark to light. It is light. better to sleep in a cooler room. We definitely, we keep the house cooler, so we, which is really cold, but we, <laughs> we don't let it get above 70 degrees in the house. So in the summertime, like the air is running a lot, which is unfortunate. And in the wintertime, um, we let it go down to like 65. So definitely sleeping cooler. A weighted blanket can really help with sleep. And then, of course, we have our essential oils. And so I like to put Roman chamomile. I just swipe it under my nose and behind my ears. That's yeah. my favorite. Uh, I've always used lavender. So you can use oils like for sleep uh, a few ways. You can put them on topically. Like I'll put them on back of my neck. Yeah. Uh, chest sometimes. Sometimes feeling this calming thing on my chest just helps me just yeah. chill a little more. You can put it on your pillow. Some people like to do that so they can smell it as they roll around at night. Or you can put it in a diffuser next to your head. All focused on calming. Because mm-hmm. especially when you're using something natural, like something calming like a lavender or a Roman chamomile, yeah, it's not going to put you to sleep. It's just going to calm yeah. you mm-hmm. so then your body naturally goes to right. sleep. You just need something to take that edge off. Even diffusing breathe will help to keep your airways open so you're getting that restorative right. sleep at night. And then you could always, you know, if you're kind of crazy like me, you can always track your sleep with an aura ring or a Garmin so that you could see like what your HRV right. is and if you're really, right. you know, And if you're normal like me, you, you don't it. do that. You're just like, I slept better or I didn't. Yes. So... Those are some And for ways. the record, I did not have a choice in whether I was going to use the liver pack. No, we are it all using it right now. It was bought for me. Yes. It was done for me. Uh, and I just go along with the program. You know, sometimes we like to experiment with things. We learn about new things. We have to try them out. Why not have three people in your house trying it out instead of just one? Like, wouldn't you get more data that way to be able to make and if you're a, a data- decision? obsessed i guess i, I don't know. know see in my head yeah, the only no, it was like data data slut yeah yeah, yeah. i know i was thinking the same yeah, thing yeah yeah but it just sounds bad and then the other word for slut it starts with a wh right, that sounds worse too. yeah yeah but you know slut whore whatever but it's really nice to have some measurables but especially i mean especially if you are stressed or anxious and you do have some measurables then you can yes. see like oh i am sleeping better that's working so that's yeah what, or like with our son like. when he sleeps uh, with your Garmin watch, mm-hmm. it shows that he's up a lot at night. So he's not yeah. getting right. Even though he's asleep, he's 
he's not really getting restful sleep because he's getting up constantly, tossing and turning. Right. Okay, so next we've got exercise. Yes. I love exercise so much. I am an exercise fanatic. So Damien only exercises so he doesn't get fat, and he knows that it's good for him. Those are his only reasons. Well, yes, basically. And I like to be in shape. Yeah. I like to have right. some muscle. Uh, I, there are some people who just love to exercise. I love to exercise. They think it's the greatest thing. It's their hobby. You know, the heavier, the better, the, the harder they run, the more they push themselves. It's just this amazing, beautiful nirvana that they feel. I feel it's just a necessary evil. So I still do it. I still do it. So maybe more credit to me because I do it even though I hate it. Because uh, I always, for me, back when I was playing baseball, exercise was a means to an end. Right. It was so I could get bigger, faster, stronger, so that way I could perform better on the field. Now that, that I don't have a field anymore, it's just so I don't, I don't get yeah, yeah. older, faster, and right. get fat. Right. I mean, exercise, there's a lot of reasons to exercise, but especially with stress and anxiety, going out for our walk, getting out for a run, lifting some weights, pushing your body, it's going to move you out of that state. You know, so much of like this falls into this energy movement kind of thing. Like if you've got, if you're stuck in a state and you just go move your body, right. like it's going to move you out of that. When I think exercise plays into sleep too, because mm -hmm. if you don't exhaust yourself in some way, you get to the end of the day and maybe exhaust is too extreme a word. You well, don't tire yourself. Yeah. Now you get to the end of the day and you're like, well, I'm not really tired. Well, but you still have to wake up the same time the next morning. But if you go through and you have a full day and you kind of offset because a lot of our life, normal life is kind of sedentary mm -hmm. and then schlepping around kids, right. but you're still sitting in a car like it's stressful, right. but it's not really or like, at a computer, you know, yeah. physically exhaustive. If you can basically simulate that, uh, well, you don't simulate that. You do it. You do it. You do it. <laughs> now, by the end of the day, you're like, oh, like my body's tired. It was used. There's something about that that just helps with the whole nighttime thing as well. Right. And you get that sense of. I exercise at the at the beginning of the day. Obviously, it gets endorphins going. Everybody knows endorphins from exercise. But there's something to be said about setting the tone of the day with some exercise because whether it's like something super strenuous or even just a walk, like getting out and about and moving your body, uh, there is a sense of accomplishment mm -hmm. and just a sense of getting the blood pumping in some way. It, it does change how your day goes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And even just something, you don't have to like, beat yourself up every day, but even something as simple as walking, um, when you, I forget what it's called, but when you're walking and like, let's say you're on a hike or you're somewhere where you can see the horizon, if your eyes are going back and forth on the horizon, then it's calming for your body. There's a lot of science about that. I just can't remember what it's called. And it works even better than, um, a pharmaceutical in terms of lowering anxiety, depression, stress. I just lift weights. It's not called rapid eye movement. That's what we do when we sleep. But it's called something with the eyes. So anyway, there's that. All right. We also want to talk about supplements. So supplements like is related to food. Um, yeah, and we probably should have talked about them kind of in conjunction. Yeah. But we're going back to the food diet. I didn't thing. do what Damien wanted me to do. It's okay. It doesn't I, really matter. You know, we're going back. Yeah, we're going backwards. Uh, 
if you don't, you, you, you could think about it this way. If you don't have adequate uh, nutrition, right. nutrients, focus on nutrients, vitamins, minerals, your body's not going to function efficiently. Right. And I think sometimes we think about that in a physical way. But physical, like your brain is a thing. Obviously, if your brain's not getting what it needs, your body's not at its right levels, um, you, you can, it's going to spill over emotionally as well. And so it can add to your anxiety. Like mineral deficiency has been linked to depression. Right. So there's been multitude of studies done on how just making sure someone has adequate vitamins and minerals in their body does better than giving them a ph pharmaceutical for depression. So we see this actually with a lot of different diseases. There's a lot of autoimmune diseases also that can be corrected with just making sure you're getting adequate vitamins and minerals. Yeah, and again, this is coming back to something that you can control within your own home mm -hmm. if there's something you're not doing. But you can just think about it. Let's say you're eating, you're eating Cheetos every day. There, yeah. there's, you, there's no nutrients no. in that. You're not no. giving your body anything that it needs. It's barely surviving, right. but it's not getting, it's not real food. Right. So, and then beyond that, if you fine tune it and get into the supplement world because our food doesn't have quite all that it should because of various reasons, now you're getting, you're giving your body the best chance for success. And that's what it's right. really about. It's about giving your body the best chance for success because if you do that, you're just going to have less problems. Right. The so, chances of you having problems go down. Right. One supplement that we love is Zotera's Lifelong Vitality Pack. And it does have a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you don't have less pain, more energy, and better mood in one month, then you'll get a full refund on it. And so it gives us vitamins, minerals, omegas, and herbs that with no stimulants and no caffeine that just help to give our body what it actually needs. What I would add on top of that is making sure you're taking a magnesium supplement as well as a vitamin D supplement because those two things most everybody is deficient in and we really need them for most cellular processes. And so that's really going to help to, like you were saying, support our body to support our mood. It's so much about the body is connected physical and emotional. There's a physical problem. A lot of times there can be an emotional and vice versa, but mm -hmm. it makes perfect sense that if you're not giving your body what it needs in terms of care with sleep, food, nutrients, exercise, these things, it's not just going to be like you're going to be like a, you know, just a tub of goo on the couch. Like right. you're going to have an emotional uh, side effect to it. Right. One thing we forgot to say is light. Like a lot of people will use light therapy for mood, but sunlight, if you can't get sunlight, they'll buy light therapy and so if we don't have light why are you looking at me like because we weren't going to discuss this you brought this up all on your well own. yeah so get outside sit in the sun right seasonal affective disorder is a real thing it is and so either get in the sun or if you're in a place that's cloudy all the time then you know you could invest in some red light or there's some you know other seasonal light type of things we don't have them but um Light, light is really important. Be outside. No, it, it, it is very important. When I'm at school with the kids all day on a Monday and we don't get to go outside because it's raining, like I come home and I'm a basket case. So part of it is because I wasn't able to get outside and have sunshine. Part of it is because children are crazy, but 
that's a whole nother thing. Uh, that, you, you can't eliminate the children from the equation. No, but I can do all the other things to help me deal with the children. And so that definitely is one that I use. And eliminate the children, I wouldn't say. I would say sometimes I just want to elim- eliminate myself from the equation. <laughs> just drive... Just drive off somewhere and, you know, obviously I would never do it. But, you know, there's this fantasy like I sometimes you think like having a newborn is hard until you have older children. You're like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Anyway, please just don't beat each other up today. So we do like to use some oils to help with anxiety, stress, depression. So today is brought to you by doTERRA. And which oil (laughs) is it brought to you by? So it's brought to you by Adaptive. And Adaptive is one of my favorites for stress. So I used it this weekend when we threw a party for Emmy and Scarlett. And we had a bunch of people here. And, you know, sometimes people do things in your house that, like, you're not super cool with. And so that was starting to happen. And I started to feel this, like, panicky thing happen inside of my body. A lot of people. Yeah. And, you know, you can't control everything and then you have to adapt to the situation and you have to decide what to do and, and then you don't want your guests to like see you being stressed out, right? And so um, I went, I grabbed Adaptive. I have it here. And so it's easy because you just put it on and that's what I did. I just went to the oil cabinet. I removed myself. I went to the oil cabinet. I put on Adaptive and I breathed it in. And then I was able to take some deep breaths. And I was able to continue with our party. Other oils Calmed that... Calmed myself down a bit. Uh, just so you know, if you're curious, Adaptive has wild orange, lavender, copaiba, spearmint, magnolia, rosemary, neroli, and sweet gum resin. Lots of calming oils. I like it in the roller because it's easy to use, but I also really like to have it in the oil bottle itself because I diffuse this a lot. Like this is usually one of the oils I diffuse in the morning because again, we have a crazy house. And so I'm always diffusing calming things in the morning. To help the children and myself calm down. Yeah. Other oils that are great would be frankincense. Under the tongue, especially. Frankincense is a, an oil that passes the blood-brain barrier, so in a good way, it gets into mm-hmm. your brain. Yep. There's other oils that do as well. Cedarwood would be one. Mm-hmm. Uh, tree oils and root oils are very grounding because trees are big and deeply rooted, and obviously the roots are the roots, so that also can help calm you down. And it, it's not quite as... Especially if you're, um, like I was just talking about this on a call yesterday, some men don't want to be oh, more floral. Like lavender, yeah. Yeah. I don't really care. Just calm, calm, calm my butt down. I don't really care what happens. But some men are more con- mm-hmm. self-conscious about yeah. that, which is fine. Right. And people can have their preferences. So uh, trees and root oils are another way to go. And that will have the same effect, but it'll give you that more earthy right uh musky yes another oil um that people might not think of is peppermint so peppermint is very energizing but it has this weirdly calming effect um when we use it for anxiety so i will put peppermint on the back of my neck often and breathe it in to help calm me down someone's gonna come through the door yeah here here they come yes right child we're wrapping it up. Yeah. Can you wait a minute, please? Thank you. 
Okay, do you, okay. wave wave to everybody. Wave to the camera. You're on the camera. Hi. All right. Hi. Okay. So I think that's what we've got for today. So if you have any questions with anxiety, feel free to find us, reach us. We have our social media, so you can find us there. However, you're consuming this on your podcast, YouTube. your YouTube, contact us and we'd be happy to talk to you more about it. We just want to help people feel a little better and anxiety is a big one. Adios. <laughs>